Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. It's time for The Deuce with Jimmy Chavez on 1620 The Zone. All the headlines you need in two minutes or less. Great day of basketball as expected at the state tournament in Lincoln and Class A at Pinnacle Bank Arena. Bellevue West beats Lincoln North 68-46. Omaha Westside blows out Lincoln East 84-54. Millard North beats Elkhorn South 81-70. And Gretna takes down Lincoln Southeast 60-53. In Class C1 at Devaney, we were watching this in here yesterday morning. Auburn upsets Wahoo 47-44. Omaha Concordia knocks off Pierce 53-45. Ogallala beats Central City 67-46. And it's Ashland Greenwood over Sydney 52-28. As you heard earlier in the show, Nebraska ball went on Nebraska ball last night. They lose 78-75 to Minnesota in the Big Ten Tournament. Kasei Tomonaga scores 23 for the Huskers. Their season may very well be over. Fred? This group was special. It's absolutely special. And it's going to go down without question as one of my favorite groups of players that I've ever coached, not just on the floor, but what these guys meant to our team off the floor and, and, and the chemistry that they built and how they stayed together through all kinds of adversity. And that's what I'm going to focus on with uh, with this. Congrats to Minnesota. They played great. They've been playing very well uh, since they came back from their shutdown. And, you know, unfortunately, we just let them get a little too comfortable early in this game. Um, but as we've done all year, we came back, we were resilient, we kept fighting, we battled adversity. Uh, unfortunately, we just could not quite get over the hump. We got that thing to one about four times. We just could not quite get over the hump. Gophers and Maryland tonight. That'll be scintillating. Go mm-hmm. Gophers. Yeah. Any any day that Kevin Willard could take an L is a good day. <laughs> hey, speaking of taking L's, Mark Adams took one yesterday. He steps down as head coach at Texas Tech. Days after he was suspended for using what the school called an inappropriate, unacceptable, and racially insensitive comment. He didn't coach the Red Raiders in their loss to Huggy Bear last night. Assistant Corey Williams handled interim head coaching duties. That's a good job for the right person who will behave like an adult. Are you reading that copy or was that just a little opinion there? That's just an opinion. Was that commentary? That's a good job if someone Uh, can be hired there that will act like an adult. So another disciple of the Scott Drew tree that is not Paul Mills from Oral Roberts. I think Grant McCausland, who is the head coach at North Texas, will be a front runner. I will tell you somebody else. So last night. Those two right there. Great choices. So last night, Steve Lutz, who is a former Creighton assistant. By the way, Kevin Jewell, who is on his bench. Shout out to KJ. Uh, they are going to the NCAA tournament for the second straight year. Second straight year, Texas A&M Corpus Christi has won 23 games. Will the Islanders? Will Steve Lutz get some run in the offseason for jobs that are open? Now, one job that appears that may be getting closer to being closed, this is so SEC, and it's so on brand for Ole Miss. Thought of you when I saw it. Chris yep. Baird. Yep. There we go. They, it looks like they are closing in on Chris Baird being the head coach at Ole Miss. Hello, SEC. On brand. That's yeah. why I thought yeah. the SEC would be where he'd land. I mean, he can recruit. Mm-hmm. He's got 
big baggage, wasn't charged, but it's on brand for the SEC of the home of second chances, but especially Ole Miss, where Ole Miss loves to be relevant, and relevant, man, they'd like to be relevant on the floor or on the field, but they are going to have two interesting personalities as head coaches. You already got Lane Kiffin, and if Chris Baird, they get the deal done, then and the guy can coach. Yes, he can. Uh, He'll win yes, there. He and, and the SEC, look at the look at when the SEC made a big jump in basketball. Is programs started spending money, the mm-hmm. money they were getting from football and their TV contract, they invested it in men's basketball and other sports. I mean, base. I mean, across the board, the SEC is really good. But they said we're gonna we're gonna get back to being more than just Kentucky in our men's basketball conference. I mean, women's basketball is good as well. With South Carolina, you know LSU and Tennessee, but I mean even there, look at the hires. I mean look what, look who LSU hired. But the SEC has made some big time hires in men's basketball, and that's that's going to move some people. He's gonna he's gonna rankle the recruiting world at Ole Miss, but it's that's so SEC. It was the perfect place, <laughs> one of the places we actually talked about on this show when you brought that up a few weeks ago, and. He wins, and he will win, and yeah, second chances in SEC where it just means more. Oh, my God, you got Hugh Freeze at Auburn. Yep. You got Chris Baird yep. at Ole Miss. He doesn't look so bad now when well, you start and, and Nate Miss, Oates and all a, that stuff. And, look, they're a, they're a 12-win team right now, but as we've seen in basketball, you get a, a dude or two. They'll buy some players. You reverse, reverse those fortunes. Uh, the SEC, you know, having Kentucky maybe a little bit more in a vulnerable state than they've been. You're looking at Bama, and you, you know, you're looking at what Missouri has done, too. It, like, it's it's there. I mean, you, you can you can be that success story in the SEC if you find the guy. And uh, look, Baird is a nice arena. As, too. as you said, he can coach. Beard can coach. I'm not trying to advocate for what he may or may not have done, but the SEC is going to see it through the lens of this guy can win us basketball games. The almost almost basketball or sorry athletic department is going to look at it as this guy can. There's no charges, so. You know, maybe we have to sort of explain certain things, but there's no charges, so will they bring Paul Assassin forward. to Oxford? I did think Beard for a moment might get a phone call from his uh, friends in Lubbock, though, for just a moment. Like, hey, uh, he, nah, he burned, he yeah. burned the yeah. bridge when he left to go to Austin. Yeah. When you openly say that Texas is your dream job yeah. while you're yeah. coaching at Texas yeah, Tech, right. he couldn't go back. Yeah. They couldn't have him back. There's two no, great choices. For the review, that, Texas Tech was. Where I need what to you just said, the two choices there, that the two names are great names. That's the direction that Tech needs to go By in. By the way, Mills is also on uh, lists that have seen in the last handful of hours since that job officially came open, too. So You heard it here first from Sharpie there. Paul Mills? He'll campaign for it, but I think Grant McCausland is the guy if I was going to go that route at mm-hmm. uh, Texas Tech. Uh, if I was going to go to the route of, and, and Jimmy brought this up in the update because there was a for the second straight year, Wahoo got beat as the number one seed at the state tournament yesterday, and they got beat by Auburn, which the C1 and C2 brackets are pretty deep. I mean, we could be, you know, Auburn's got to play Concordia, which kudos to Omaha Concordia. Yeah. They kind of get lost out there on Fort. You know, it's my hood. You, you, you're going to Stony Creek and you bump into the high school. Uh, and, and they, you know, Michigan Lance got them going in the right direction in football, but they, they're not really an athletic school. They don't, you know, they don't have the, the drive where, it's sports, sports, sports. Now, right. they do have some success, and boys basketball has, I don't know, two of the last three years, they've been in the uh, state tournament, and 
they're going to get matched up again with Auburn, and this will be the third straight year they've played. The last two times they've played, they've been a total of seven, but we could be on a collision course for unbeaten Ogallala against a Jim Weeks team who, you know, he's got a certain style. He gets his kids to buy in. I don't care if he's in Beatrice or at Auburn. He gets his kids to buy in, and that kind of style where they control the game and they play really hard-nosed defense can throw teams off in that setting, and they're could be going to the final for the fourth straight year. He's he's had an interesting career. You know, he's great at Beatrice, and then I don't blame him. He took a chance to to coach college basketball here in Nebraska and went to Doan, and you know, just didn't work out. Mm-hmm. And he came back to where it's his wheelhouse of coaching in high school basketball. I wonder, and and I it may not open this year. So out at Kearney, they have really struggled with men's basketball. Kevin Lofton was a good hire, but. The last couple of years, they just haven't been very good. I don't think they're making a move. Um, but I would be curious if that job opened up, which I, I think Carney Athletics is in a good spot. We saw with Ryan Held hiring in football. Yeah. If they would, if they would look in state, whether it be another small college head coach in state or a top high school coach. But you know, Jim Weeks is it's. Death taxes and Jim Weeks in <laughs> in March, and they got a chance to to get to the state final and win another uh, state final after him as they knock off Wahoo. You were, and, and by the way, the rest of the classes uh, B, C two, and D two all play uh, today. Uh, Scott and Bennington, which is a nice little rivalry, mostly on the football field, they play. Uh, don't miss uh, Connor Milliken and Platteview playing Norris. Get the young Norris team. Uh, that's a really, really good game. The and then, and then C one. Check out, check out my friends at Amherst. The only loss they've had this year is to uh, York. But we were both down there yesterday. I don't know that you've been to the state tournament for a while. It's been a couple of years, yeah. So you did you get there in time for Bellevue West? Lincoln I did. North Star? I did. In fact, uh, got there in my seat right as Bellevue West kind of flexed there in the first, and just it's it was very methodical with that team. And I know I'm telling you stuff that you already know about this team, too. But one guy that, besides Dotzler, who was just, again, it was just kind of routine. Smooth stroke. A lot of good things to like. And I'm sure Creighton fans are excited to have him. Another Dotzler, too. But um, watching them sort of get after it defensively, especially on the perimeter. Another guy that I I hadn't heard a lot about, I'm sure you have and, and know about, was Eldon Turner. And I thought, just like defensively, watching the athleticism of those guys kind of get around the perimeter. You had talked about Jaden Jackson, and so I was trying to keep an eye on him as well. And and even the the big guy down low, uh, Bullion, is it, yeah, am I saying Jayden. that right? Yeah, yeah, he was like just kind of any. Yeah, they're they're, they're so deep. They it, they they could run ten to eleven guys. Well, and when you see and, and you see this in high school basketball, even with some of the best teams, like you get that that football guy. You get the football player inside that maybe what he lacks in height he makes up for in mass and just kind of watching well, him sort of rumble around well, in there. Technically, Jacob Arope is a football guy. Yeah, and, and on the offensive line for Bellevue West this year, and he hasn't played a lot of football in his life. He's got size too. So they were just – it was just very sound. Like, it, it's, it's amazing kind of watching a Doug Woodard team when I was really seeing those Bellevue West teams start out in the early 2000s and – how they go about their business. They get after you. They pick their spots when to press. It's almost like it's a you do a little time travel. The system itself looks exactly the same. I remember Jake Fredenberg kind of reminded me of Bullion 
Fredenberg was a really good football player, big size dude, and you just threw him around there in the paint. Got you some boards. He would get a couple, you know, putbacks. Maybe if he gave you double figures scoring, that was a plus because that wasn't his sole purpose. He was in there to kind of bully around the paint. And so I'm watching Jane Bullion do the same thing, you know, just kind of throwing his weight around there, getting you some rebounds, maybe a putback or two, maybe get you a second opportunity to get it out to Dotzler. Like that was fun to watch. But the game that I was really excited to see, and I thought from the start to where we were treading to the second, like, okay, this is this could be really fun with the West Side Lincoln East game. Man, that thing became just a yawner. And you talked about Good West Side, bad West Side. I didn't. I didn't see. And maybe, maybe I saw bad West Side in the first two or three minutes of that game. But damn, that's an athletic team. That's another team that I, you know, not not a, a sizable team, so to speak. But again, guard play, getting to the rim. I was really impressed with uh, the Stubblefield kid, Caleb Benning. All over the place defensively as well. Like that, that was it, they were fun to watch. So I'm looking at both of those teams now in the semifinals. And again, I would lean more on you on this. You'd know this better than I would. But if you can get peak West Side as far as what they have as athletes and the Bellevue West just overall squad and how deep they are, damn, that's that's going to be worth the price of admission Friday night. Yeah, and and I agree. Uh, let me go back to Bellevue West. If you haven't played Bellevue West, they will shock you because they come at you in waves. Mm-hmm. And it's not just Dotzler and Jackson who combined for 40 yesterday. And think, keep in mind, Josiah's on a bad wheel. Um, but even with that, he scores 21. Um, and Jaden Jackson is leads the junior class. His stock will rise during the summer. He'll be the next in-state prospect that every Nebraska fan will say, well, you got to keep the kid home. There's interest. I mean, but Josiah Dotzler is the only power six guy mm-hmm. out of the state this year. So they combined for 40 yesterday. And and I'm glad you brought up some of the different names because it's not just them. When Doug was on the other day, they got a ton of depth, which helps them when you're playing three games in four days. But they come at you in waves. And Lincoln Northstar are not used to that, and they speed you up, and you're turning the ball over, and then they turn around and they put it in the bucket. The other thing Bellevue West has is guards. It's not just March Madness that guard play is so important. It's guard play down in yeah. Lincoln in the state tournament. Go, go back to Jim Weeks. They usually have really good, smart guards. They may not score a ton, but they don't put you in bad situations. So that's why now as you shift to that semifinal, and again, are people lined up for the 6 o'clock game on Friday night? I don't know if they allow you in Lincoln they to do that, be. but you should be. The really, really good West Side showed up. I don't know if people realize how extremely rare what happened yesterday between West Side and East. A four versus five matchup. So essentially a toss up, right? Yeah. That should be the most tightly contested West game. Westside beat them by 30. And then, that's the most lopsided loss at state in eight years in Class A. They, in a four five game, they beat them by 30. And they got clocked by Lincoln East earlier, right? Yeah, they got beat by 16 back in December. Yeah. And that was a game which I remember Jim saying, or Coach Simons saying, how do you go 0 for 16? from beyond the arc. And you saw yesterday, they didn't need the three ball. Um, You know, Kevin Stubblefield was really, really good. Ricky Lofton, who transferred from South, who, you know, he's had a knee injury, and he still don't think he's 100%. I don't know if he'll be 100%, but he gave him something yesterday. Um, Tate is always solid. They've already played, and Westside is 
there there was a little bit of a stretch where I, you know, including the East game, where Westside didn't look very good at all. Again, that's when Westside is bad, they're really bad. Mm-hmm. But they've turned it up, and they're on a roll where they've won six of seven, and that only loss was the overtime loss to Bell West at the tail end of the regular season. Watch out. Those two teams know each other really well. I think that's going to be a heavyweight tilt at 6 o'clock tomorrow night. Yeah, the thing with Bellevue West, and go back to that game too, where it, it, it give North Star credit, you could just tell from a matchup standpoint what they maybe had in the paint. You go back to guard play, that was the big difference. But man, North Star would be a possession away from making it a single-digit lead or single-digit deficit. And this is where I had a lot of respect for Dotzler because he always had the answer. It was usually – either a three-point shot by Dotes or took a good one, or you would just get smart possessions. Where for North Star, and I was kind of around some North Star fans too, you could just hear the frustration because they could not. We've been talking about Nebraska trying to get over the hump in a game where they were trying to take the lead or tie the game. You just felt like, okay, if you want to really put the number one seed a little bit in an uncomfortable spot, you start to surge because they'd get a couple consecutive baskets. They'd be up by in Bellevue West, be up by fifteen, and all of a sudden North Star would get back-to-back buckets. All of a sudden, it's an eleven-point game. You just got the feeling if they could sort of get it in, slice it into single digits. All of a sudden, maybe Bellevue West is possibly feeling it a little bit. State tournament, you never know. And I mean, they, you know, their their students showed up in droves. It, they just couldn't do it, and and it wasn't because. You know, North Star was taking bad shots or, you know, they, they had really bad possessions. It was just Bellevue West always had the answer. They did different things, whether they turned Lincoln North Star over or they mm-hmm. got quality shots. And so it was just a sign of a, of a number one seeded team that I was wondering how you sort of handle that chatter about being undefeated in rare air. And now you're in the yeah. state tournament. So that one loss is magnified to the tune of it's ending your season. It, it was a team that just never looked like there was moments that they were kind of, you know, the the, yeah. the stage was too big. It was it was impressive to watch because it wasn't like it was like, wow, this team is just amazing, very methodical, businesslike, and as you said too, they attack you in so many different ways that it's well, there's four guards. I mean, when they got four guards on the floor, and there's not a lot of it's a it's a weird matchup, and four guards that play well together like that, mm-hmm. and they score in bunches, but they'll blitz you, and that's I, I mean. We had two Miller North scored over 80 last night in their win against Elkhorn South. The late game, Gretna beat Lincoln Southeast, so Capital City went 0-3 in Class yeah. A. And, and in my opinion, the top four teams in Class A this year are playing in the semifinals. I mean, we got that right. The, the, the top four teams, really all season long, are playing in the semifinals. So we had two Class A teams score over 80. Um, but I, And I, that's why I think put on your track shoes for that game between Bell West and Westside. We'll, we'll talk more about it tomorrow, but I, I think that's going to be a fantastic semifinal. Now, the other semifinal is going to be really good as well. Yeah. I mean, Miller North gets overlooked a little bit because they don't have a Hunter Salas or a Jason Green or a Jaden Johnson, guys that have been integral, and Tim Cannon's not on the sidelines. Mm-hmm. Miller North is okay. Okay, they, They're fine. They haven't missed a beat, and they were... You know, they got out to a huge lead against Elkhorn South last night, so that game will be really good because Gretna is so well-coached, and they scout teams so well, and they control tempo. So two great semifinals in Class A. But one other thing that I don't want to be overlooked from last night is how many people realize that Maverick Noonan has a twin? <laughs> Unless you follow Elkhorn South or know the Noonans yeah. or follow high school basketball, I think there's a lot of people that don't realize 
that Maverick and Alec are twins. Yeah, and because Maverick gets all the attention. Right. And the first time I heard the name, I thought, oh, little brother. You know, I I didn't realize they were yeah. twins. Yeah. Alec's a baller, man. Yeah. He had 37 last night. Uh, and unfortunately, his, his high school career is over, and he'll go play uh, for uh, Coach Irwin in Fremont with Midland University. I just I hear people go, is he? Yeah. 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 Not only is he, he's his twin. Yeah, they they have the same mom and dad. They live under the same roof. They play at the same ping pong table downstairs. And, they, and, the old and, signing day pressers and, and, down there, and too. And Brother's a Beast on the line. Yep. And the other brother is a he hooper. Hoop. He can hoop. Who kind of gets lost a little bit. Yeah. But, man, from watching him in the summer to his time at Elkhorn South, he can put it up. And he was, at times, unstoppable last night getting yeah. to 37. But I always, I always wonder if people you – know, people go – are they are they like cousins? Right. Well, they're in the same class. If you and you, granted one one it looks like dad. They're not identical. Yeah. One one has been in the weight room a little bit yes. more than the other. Yes. Uh, but g- good for Alec. That's <laughs> of course a great uh, family. Um, but unfortunately, Elkhorn South season came to an end. All right. Seven fifty six. Uh, Sarah unfortunately will not be with us. Uh, she had something come up at the last moment, which is fine. So next Thursday she'll be on to uh, introduce the uh, food bracket. She said that's when it comes out. So it'll just time out perfectly with the start of the tournament. We'll tease it. I've learned a little bit about this food bracket, so I'm excited about it. Have you? Yeah. Did she give you some inside information? On the bracket? Yeah. No, no, no spoilers. Okay. But even if she did, I, I don't think I can well, do can, that. That's why we have conversations during commercial breaks. That's called a tease, yeah. <laughs> uh, Steve Sipple will join us, though. That's coming up in the next hour. I just saw... Matt Rule is everywhere. Yeah, he was at Joe's last night. I'm envious. I still don't know what he had. <laughs> so they went, he went down and spoke to the Kansas City uh, high school coaches. I think Ashton Murphy from Elkhorn South was on campus yesterday. They must have flown to Kansas City. Um, but he's up early this morning. He just tweeted out the John Walker soccer team is practicing in the, in the indoor facility. Because I think they actually played a uh, spring match against Iowa State uh, the other day there. Mm. Uh, he is uh, um, he's now with the soccer team. He's taking the in guy, some football. The guy is everywhere. Yeah, he was at uh, Nebraska basketball practice the other day, giving him a little pump-up speech before they left for Chicago. I was honestly, yesterday I was looking in in the suites to see if he was somewhere I'm watching, lie. Kept, watching that West Side game. I kept refreshing his Twitter. I was like, did you get ribs? Did you get a Z-Man? Like, this yeah, is I the stuff I want. I didn't know. realize he wasn't in the state at the time that I was in his second home, Pinnacle Bank Arena. Do you, think, do you think he has a lot of time on his hands? Like, I, don't think he, I don't think his family has moved so. here yet. Well, he's still living in a hotel. Hey. But not a van down by the river. Nah, he's he's got a... He's, maybe he's got a lot of time. He doesn't want to hang around a hotel yeah. room or an empty house, so he's like... I don't blame him. I'm a you know what? I'll just... Hang out at the university. What hey, the you know what? Until the family gets there, too, and you want to dedicate a lot more of your free time to them. Building relationships. If, yeah, if you can do it now, more power to it. And he is. He is everywhere. By the way, uh, the little clip that he has shared, uh, Noelle, stick to your football job. Horrible form as a goalkeeper. So slow. I mean, it, Was it's, it very robotic? It wasn't even a line drive kick. It was a slow roller, mm-hmm. and he mm-hmm. let it go by. I mean, you can't do that. What was that show about competition? You're just going to let it go because it was your head coach? <laughs> I mean, you got to stop that. Then you got to go talk smack to your head coach. What, what are you going to be like when it's the middle of November and you're playing in the Big Ten? You know what? You're just going to go, hey, ole. 
You know what? It's true. I'd, I'd stop it. I'd get up mm-hmm. and I would flex on my head coach. But instead, Noelle like plays into the bit and he lets this little little tap by a forty. I don't know what what is rule forty nine, forty eight years old. Little tap into the side of the net. That's poor form. Yeah. I think it's a test. Where's your competitive spirit? You shouldn't let me score. I wouldn't let Noelle start now. You missed all last hey, year. You sit out another it's game. It's competition. Oh. All these little yeah, moments. It's about competition. All these little moments, they matter. Oh. All right. Keep it uh, tabs. Uh, also, Brian Edwards will uh, join the program on a Thursday of Mornings for Sharp and Hanley at 1620 The Zone.